0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to In My Non-Expert Opinion. It's your host Chelsea Reif, and we are cranking out episodes over here at the podcast. If you've been following me since early twenty twenty three, you know I had quite a tech nightmare happen. I basically had to completely replace my laptop in a country that didn't have Apple, and then I had to buy a Spanish laptop with a Spanish keyboard in Argentina, and then I lost my phone in Argentina. And then replacing everything was a nightmare like how the softwares didn't work i couldn't log in because i didn't have my passwords and i didn't have the codes to verify everything so basically the podcast was hanging by a thread fortunately i ended up replacing all my tech and now i have a new laptop new phone i redownloaded all my softwares so it's go time i have all the podcasts ready to go i'm loving recording And you know, I just love talking. So today's episode is a guest episode with Jazz Bori. She's a business astrologer and coach and a podcast host of the Esoteric Entrepreneur. She is such a firecracker. I remember listening to her on a podcast quite a while ago and just being like this girl is really cool she speaks her mind i want to have her on the podcast so you're gonna hear how we met and how we started working together jazz is such a firecracker she's a scorpio rising she has a leo midheaven and you are definitely going to see her big personality and big message shine through in this conversation We discuss how her background in music actually led her to entrepreneurship and astrology, and then how astrology helped her unlock her gifts and build a career that's very authentic to her purpose. She talks about how astrology helped her understand herself and what made sense to her in the world, right? Astrology is a meaning-making system, and Jazz talks about how astrology just landed and was like, yeah, this is the language I speak and I want to speak and I want to help other people understand. Now, outside of her incredible astrology background, she's also someone that is here to like really shake up the coaching industry. She is someone that adamantly stands for finding success your own way. She's constantly talking about how you have your own unique success path. So every time you try to invest in a program that is a coach's, you know, 10 steps to 10 figures in 10 minutes, it's like, that's not going to work for you. And you need to figure out why it's not working and why we're trying to copy and paste other people's blueprints into our blueprint and this is where her whole esoteric entrepreneur era comes in where she talks about the three pillars of esoteric entrepreneurship so i'm not going to spoil anything because you're going to hear it in the podcast but she really is trailblazing a whole new path for entrepreneurs and her background of entrepreneurship and astrology really comes together to create this genius combo of really potent wisdom so we also kind of do a mini birth chart reading for me. I open up about a major block I've had recently. Um, pretty vulnerable. And so you're going to hear that. And Jazz looked at some of my placements and, you know, where my signs are in certain houses. And the way she delivered the information, I was like, oh, my God, you get it. <laughs> This is not some like basic birth chart reading. This isn't just like something you could quickly Google. She really, really deeply understands the mechanics of astrology and how to not tell you what to do, but give you the information so you can feel empowered with all this information that she's able to provide to you. And lastly, we talk about her transition from really being a coach and astrologer to being more of a creator and an artist who uses her voice to disseminate her wisdom. This episode is an absolute must listen for anyone who wants to use astrology to build their career, for anyone that's craving to find out what that unique blueprint is for you, and anyone that's just feeling like a little blah or stuck or like, ah, I just need a boost of inspiration. I'm telling you, Jazz is your girl. She is so much fun to listen to. She has so much wisdom deeply embedded in her. She's one of my clients, but I look to her more as a partner and a peer because she really is such an inspiration for what I feel like entrepreneurship should be. Now, before we dive in, I just have two quick announcements. The first one is just a reminder that if you leave a review on Apple Podcasts, you will win the masterclass, How to Monetize Your Creations. So in this episode, we talk about creating and, you know, again, using your voice and your unique gifts to find out what works for you. If you've been doing that and you're like, I've been creating content, I'm on Instagram, I'm on TikTok, I'm on emails, I have a podcast, and you're just not seeing any traction or ROI on that, it's probably because there's not a real strategy or you just maybe don't have the skill set or education to understand how to monetize. So with my background in influencer and content marketing, as well as digital media and storytelling, I created this whole masterclass that I gave to my one-on-one clients of how to monetize your creations. So whether that is with brand partnerships or content strategy or affiliates, everything is covered in this masterclass. So if you want to win this, all you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts, scroll down to this section where it says write a review, write your review, screenshot that, and then send it to info at chelsearape.com. Make sure you screenshot before you submit because Apple is really weird and sometimes the reviews just take like months to show up. So I want to make sure you get this masterclass ASAP. So again, screenshot, and then immediately send it to info at ChelseaRife.com And I will send you that masterclass. This giveaway is only going on till the end of the month. So make sure you get it in before the end of May. The second thing is that I have one-on-one spots open to start in June or July. So if you've been wanting to launch a podcast or you have a podcast and you're like, I just don't feel like it's going anywhere. I'm not getting the traction I want. I don't have the audience I want. I really want to grow it, monetize my business or my creations through it. Then let's definitely chat. That is my absolute favorite thing to do. I love helping with storytelling, with interviewing, pitching, content strategy. The whole works, all of that is included in my one-on-one And of course, just holding space for you to actually process what you're doing, right? Launching a podcast is so much more than plugging in a microphone and knowing how to edit. You're creating a body of work and a legacy. And I think it really helps to have someone in your corner that's been doing this both as a creator and a coach to help you as you process not only the emotional stuff that goes on with podcasting, but going through some of the learning curves that can happen as you're building or growing a podcast. So if you're like, Ooh, yeah, I actually have been wanting to start a podcast or I really want help with the current one. I have check out the link in my show notes to my one-on-one page. You can either book a discovery call with me or fill out an application. And if neither of those feel good to you, just hit me up on Instagram at Chelsea Rife, or you can email me info at chelsearife.com and just be like, Hey, I want to learn more. Is this for me? What can you do to help me? And let's have a conversation there. All right, y'all go get a glass of water because this is a very spicy conversation, you're gonna need it to cool down. And let's jump into this week's episode with Jazz Bori. Jazz Bori, business astrologer, coach, and podcast host of the Esoteric Entrepreneur. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: I'm so excited to record with you because you have such a big personality and like big message, and it's something I feel like is. A conversation I've been craving to have with someone, and you are the perfect person. I know you are a Scorpio rising and I think a Leo midheaven. And I'm like, yeah, we're going to be having a pretty wild conversation, everyone. So like buckle up, get ready. Jazz is a firecracker. It's going to be so much fun talking to you. So I actually have a story about how I first even heard about you. I heard about you on a podcast. I think it was Natalia Benson's like three years ago. And you were just starting about how you were talking about how you started your business. And I remember being like, holy shit, this girl's really cool. I want to know who she is. Like, she is just a flame. I can tell she loves what she does. She's so fired up. And I remember like seeking you out and being like, who is she? And I followed you and I always thought you were so amazing. And then somehow the cosmos aligned where we got connected on our podcasts. And now here we are in like the cosmos of podcasting where we are working together i've been on your podcast you're on mine and it's like it's just such an incredible synchronicity and i'm always so grateful that i heard you on that podcast
1: first it's so beautiful thank you for saying all those incredibly beautiful things um i i know i found well i had heard of you through friends of mine just colleagues in the industry And it was actually so funny that you heard me on Natalia Benson's podcast because I think that you maybe were working with her or talking about working with her. And we just jumped on like a Zoom call to catch up because she's like an old mentor of mine. Uh, And I was talking to her about podcasting and how I really wanted to upload the podcast. And she was like, you should talk to Chelsea. And then I was like, I feel like I've heard this girl's name before. Like I've heard of her work and so it was really one of those like referral through a friend but also sort of knew who you were just in the zeitgeist and yeah I I think it was such perfect timing because yeah I mean there's a lot that's happened in the last little while and and since we started working together and it, it was just perfect 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 timing for everything that yeah has really crystallized for me in the last just a little bit really, to be quite honest.
0: Yeah. When we started working together, full transparency, you and I recorded an episode and I was going through a whole up level two. I like I had a rebrand and then I started traveling, switching countries every month. My laptop stopped working. My mic stopped working. Like My tech was just a nightmare and I couldn't get the podcast out. And by the time I wanted to air it, I was like, Jazz is literally a different person like it wouldn't even make sense to air this and she is just stepping into her power and I was like let's let's record again and I feel like like you said now this recording is really going to land at the perfect time so Mm -hmm. before we get into esoteric entrepreneurship and business astrology and entrepreneurship and all the things that you have so much knowledge in I want to take it back to baby jazz would baby jazz look ahead to current day jazz and be like, yeah, this makes sense. Like everything I experienced in my life brought me here.
1: Oh, it's such a laid question because if you had asked me six weeks ago or even like two months ago, yeah, I, I was coming out of or I have been going through a real transformation over the last year. And it's only been very recently. I had an incredible experience. I went to Melbourne and did a branding shoot and some podcast interviews with like literally people that I would have never been able to think that I could even meet, let alone work with, let alone be on the same level on some in some capacity of. Um, I had this really amazing experience and I've been going through so much around what I truly want. I'm about to turn 30. I over the last year have realized that I really want to have a family. I really want to have um, a home that's of my own. And you know, right now I live on the Central Coast in New South Wales. I have a scientist boyfriend. I live literally surrounded by a national park and water that's not me. Like little jazz would have never been able to conceive where I am right now. And it wasn't literally so long ago that I was walking down the bay where I live. Like we are surrounded by multi-million-dollar homes. Like it is idyllic where we live. And I was walking down the bay and I was like, where the fuck am I? Like, what the fuck is my life? How have I got my own business? It's the kind of business that I have. I'm a coach and I'm an astrologer. I have a scientist boyfriend. I live here. Like, I could never have conceived this life for myself. Like, what it ended up being is never anything I could have conceived. So if you had spoken to Baby Jazz, she would have thought that she would have been a musician full time a rock star maybe working in the music industry in some capacity um i would definitely not be living here like this is like to me i'm like a city girl like i grew up in like the western suburbs of sydney like dude like no this is not like i went here on a holiday cuz like this is all we could afford like you know what i mean like this was not you know the vibe and i could never have Foreseen where my life as an entrepreneur could have gone, but at the same time, there was a reckoning of that. I'm not going to lie to you. There was a reckoning of that. There's de- there's definitely a certain type of energy when you land in a life that is so full and so beautiful and so incredible in every way, shape or form. Like I really do have the best fucking life, and I've had I've had a lot, and I've had nothing, and I've had seemingly great stuff that was actually shit and shit stuff that was actually good you know i've really gone through a lot in my life and um it's a special kind of place to be really is what i'm trying to say when you have a life that you could never have conceived and yet you love it and you actually don't understand why like it's a very weird place to be and so there was some reckoning with that there was some times where I had to actually sit with myself and be like, well, I attracted this in some way, shape or form. I've never been more intentional than I've been with my life than I have over the last three three to five years. And it's happened for a reason. And when I do zoom out, it actually does make perfect sense, especially now really understanding that my next journey in entrepreneurship which is the transition that you were talking about before, and we can chat more about it. Is really going from an entrepreneur with a like with a business, a coach, an astrologer who is online and has a podcast and all these sorts of things, to somebody who is, yes, still an entrepreneur but is a creator and an artist. And it's bringing back, I guess, that musician era of my life and that creative era of my life and melding it with what I've got now. And so it kind of feels like the last five years of me being in digital entrepreneurship was what I needed to do in order for me to be where I am now, which is really using my voice. That's what it's always been about, is using my voice. So it's very apt that you mentioned what you did at the beginning of the episode of saying, you know, you heard me on a podcast. Podcasting has always been the thing that has felt the most natural to me. It was actually the first thing I did to launch my business. Uh, And yeah, it's just been really beautiful to finally come to this moment after a lot of pain, to be quite honest, and confusion and moving even when I didn't know what I was doing to get to this point where I'm like, oh, this is what I want to do truly for the rest of my life. And that, you know, I could be an author and I could be a speaker and I could be still a coach and an astrologer, but at the end of the day, I use my voice. That's how I shine and that's how I disseminate my wisdom. And that could be in private with a client or that could be on a TEDx stage. Um, That's where I'm at in my career right now. Cause I've been an entrepreneur for 15 years in some way, shape or form. So to answer your question, would little of version of me know, like be surprised? Absolutely. Would she be like, this doesn't make sense? Absolutely. Would she be so fucking pumped and inspired and amazed and like just in awe of what I've created and where I am? Yes, I think that she would think I was the coolest fucking person in the world. Because I paved and cave, I, I guess I paved my own way, for lack of a better word.
0: I love your story. And I think we both resonate with archetypes. And there's mm-hmm. archetypes that I think of when. We're creating content and one of mine that I talk to people about is Dazzling Entertainer. And I feel like that is like the core of who you are. Like you said, you have that musician background. You thought you were gonna be a rock star. You have a Scorpio, you're a Scorpio rising, Leo Midheaven. So it's only making sense that like you're talking about this transition would lead you to be more on a stage versus closed off where people can only access you in certain little bits. It's like that's not who you were meant to be. And so I'm curious, how did astrology help you unlock some of these gifts?
1: Oh my God, in every way, in every way. Um, I think before I discovered astrology, I was always open to it. I was definitely somebody who went and saw psychics. And I remember going to a psychic and, and she utilized astrology a lot. I remember her pulling out her ephemeris, which I didn't know what that was at the time. And I actually have a recording of it. And I didn't even know like what Sagittarius was, but I was always just like incredibly because she was talking about my dad. My dad's a Sag. And yeah, but I've just always been incredibly open. And I think it's because I'm incredibly curious. That's my Gemini energy. Um, I'm a Gemini sun and a Gemini moon. So at the end of the day, what lights me up, what my soul came here to be, what motivates me, what drives me emotionally privately is curiosity. That's what Gemini's like number one value is. So I've always been incredibly open and curious and it was through my own self-discovery and really searching for my purpose that I actually uncovered what astrology could really do for me. I was at the time working corporate for Mercedes-Benz. I was doing really, really well there. I was in my early 20s And I didn't hate what I did. I was actually really, really good at it. (laughs) And I earned really great money. I was living in a penthouse apartment in Sydney in like dream suburb, like a suburb I used to dream about living in as a teenager. Uh, I had a partner uh, he was like making great money as well. Like we were set, we were actually saving to buy homes, plural, like financially, we were in a really great spot because we're both earning great money. I was like, we actually don't need to collaborate in order to get a home. We were going to actually just buy one each. Um, like that's where I was in my life. And I was 24. Like I was young at that stage. And, um, Anyway, I uh, still felt incredibly empty in my life. Um, I'd been doing music for a really long time, almost a decade at that point. And I loved it, but it wasn't logical. There was something about it that was just sort of like, this is a great expression of what I think and I love this thing but i knew i didn't want to be in the music industry in any other way shape or form like i've always known i'm meant to sort of be on stage be the in the limelight in some way i was actually talking to my partner yesterday he's incredibly private and i was like that's like painful to me like to be a private person like i don't like i can't even meet someone on the street without like divulging like whether i have my period that day like it's actually probably out of control and um anyway i Got to this point where I just was soul searching. I just was like, what is my purpose? What am I here to do? Music didn't feel fully connected to my purpose. It felt like there were some gaps. And so I went on a retreat. Um, I had my spiritual awakening in Bali. Um, I would just read, 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 read so many personal development books, which I was in sales when I worked in. Luxury corporate. So that's just like kind of a part of the game when you're in sales. Uh, It's very much connected to like personal development. So I'd been reading every single personal development book for years at that point, probably since I was like 20. But even when I look back at journals, I can still see like I was like 14, like writing down like what I was grateful for and like all these things. Like I found journals and I'm like, what? Like how was I doing all these things? So anyway, I went on this retreat, came home. And that's what I started doing, like my spiritual work. Um, and that led me to getting an astrology reading. And so I did. And it blew my mind. It felt like I'd never been seen so clearly before. It looked, it felt like seeing myself outside of myself for the first time. It was a language I just innately really understood. I think astrology can be really complicated for some people but for me it was something that I could just totally get and I was incredibly curious about it. I had never been as curious about something ever in my life, something new. I've been had been in the entertain, in, entertainment industry and when I since I was 5. So and working in that industry. So new passions were not something that I'd ever really experienced. And it wasn't until I caught myself up at like 3am and forcing myself to go to sleep because I was researching astrology after these readings, which I ended up booking like three, I think with her, because I just wanted to keep learning and keep knowing more. And it was just resonating and it was helping me understand myself that I realized that there was something here. Uh, and then I spoke to her about it and I just said, how do I learn this stuff? And she's like an old school scholar She doesn't have Instagram. She doesn't have Facebook. She doesn't have anything. And she was like, well, I don't offer this very often, but I can see you're really passionate about this. I can see you have a gift for it. And so I'd be happy to set up an apprenticeship for you. You have to meet with me every fortnight for two hours, study, all these things. I did that for two years, almost three years. So this was actually, I was still doing that work with her well into me actually starting my business. So through that, I started to look at not only how I was, how it was helping me understand myself, but how it was helping me understand my purpose because I was in the business of making my purpose, my paycheck. I was not going to settle for anything less that I knew. I knew I wasn't here to have a private life and a, and a public life, a professional life and, you know, whatever. That's just not my gem. When I saw things like my Leo Midheaven, I was like, oh, that's why you don't like, even as a musician, I don't like being in the studio. I hate it. I hate being in the studio locked away. I want to be on stage performing in a room with people, um, you know, even like with Instagram, like I'm someone who pretty much takes people through my day on stories like every day, you know, I'm very, very open. I like to be in that limelight. So seeing something like that, um, discovering that I had a Scorpio rising, this is a whole nother story because I thought I was a sad rising. My, my mom had my birthday wrong and I found out about a year ago that gave me so much more permission as well to be myself. I've always been told that I'm incredibly intimidating and intense and kind of prickly, I've had people tell me in my lifetime that that like you are somebody who is very um, – <laughs> like people will – like I've had people like not like me and never spoken to me. People t- tend to make a lot of judgments about me. That's incredibly Scorpionic. Sc- Scorpio is all about being judgy and having opinions and all these things. We can talk about that. But, you know – Because I was looking at my chart from this perspective of how is it going to help me build a career that's authentic to me, aka my purpose and what what I came here to do and serve through and the people I'm here to help, I've always used astrology in that way for my business. And it wasn't until about two and a half years into my business that I actually started to help people kind of behind the scenes. I was doing astrology and life coaching and whatnot. And then I started helping them behind the scenes with their business because people just started coming to me about purpose and wanting to create a business that's more aligned with them. And they were like, how did you do it? I was like, well, I looked at my astrology. And so I was helping them do that. And I did that for about nine months without really talking about it publicly. And I actually even ran a course kind of in beta as well, um, where I was helping people uncover their purpose. And this is where I started to shift more into business coaching, business astrology, And it's just like two of the things I'm passionate about, spirituality, purpose, intention, consciousness, like all those things, and business. I'd been an entrepreneur for 15 years. So I helped, it helped me in every way. It's still something I came back to. I literally mentioned on the podcast last week, now that I've gone through this new sort of stepping into this new era of like, I came back to the fact that my Jupiter's in fucking Libra, you know, I'm not meant to, there's a reason why I don't want to fucking mastermind. I just want to work with people one-on-one. Libra is the, is the sign that rules one-on-one partnership. Jupiter is how you expand. That's where my, my biggest abundances is, is in one-on-one coaching or one-on-one connections. So I'm just going to do that. You know, it, Gave, it gave me and gives me so much permission to just do what I actually want. And I always say with astrology, it's not there to put you in a box. It is there to raise awareness for you to have your own original thoughts. It's a jumping off point, much like what my podcast is. It's a jumping off point for a deeper conversation with yourself. I'm not going into astrology readings being like your Jupiter's here and this is what you should do. It's like, no, your Jupiter's here. This is what this means. How does that land? It's very different. Um, and it just allows me to have those conversations with myself whenever I feel like I'm off track. The This whole fucking thing has been happening for a year. Like I've been like, oh my God, I think I want to shift. I want to change. I want to do this. Da, da, da. I my branding first. It's been a year long painful experience for me. Uh, And it started with me realizing my midheaven was in Scorpio. Literally, I remember the moment was like, yeah, it's it's incredible. It always has been something that has just been my constant touchstone and foundation for how I move in my life and how I move in my business to come back to authenticity.
0: Oh, this is so liberating for people to probably hear. And for some reason, the word archetype is coming up again, because it reminds me of the the podcast episode I just did about choosing a video game character. When you look at where your signs are, and where their place and the houses and this and that, it's like what you just said, you kind of get to try on these different hats of Oh, wait, like my Scorpio rising placement is in this house, like, maybe I can be a little more spicy than I thought or my Jupiters and Leo, maybe I'm like supposed to be more expansive on stage and be the star of the show. So for me, it sounds like a layer of protection where I feel like sometimes we we really cling on to old identities, right? Like I'm from a little baby town in, in Florida called Satellite Beach. No one is launching podcasts and traveling the world and doing what I'm doing. And that can be really dysregulating when I go home that I feel like a fish out of water. But to your point, when I look at my astrology, I'm like, this makes sense. And it gives me that permission to step into who I'm meant to be. And so I'm so curious with what you're doing now with business astrology and helping people unlock their their purpose and like what they're meant to do. When people come to you with those questions, like, oh yeah, here's the chart. What should I do? How do you help them make, build confidence to not depend so much on other people to tell them what to do?
1: Yeah. So I think this really plays into the rest of my skills, right? Business astrology is something, it's just one part of what I do. And like, as I said, it's the jumping off point. It's utilized very specifically in my business after years of research and, you know, working with clients and obviously, you know, even my own experience, I realized that the astrology piece is a the most powerful when it's utilized to help you with aligning your strategy. And I know that that's kind of a bit of a buzzword, like soul aligned strategy or soul aligned clients, but that's truly what I'm doing. I'm helping you through your astrology break down with all of these placements because they actually provide you with this information of the kinds of strategies that are going to work for you. Because here's the thing that I've learned after being an entrepreneur for 15 years, all the fucking strategies work. There's actually no right or wrong way to launch a podcast. And I think if you ask to, if you ask any expert, they're not ever going to tell you like there's a right way or a wrong way of doing things. There are laws of success, right? There are laws of what you need to do to launch a podcast or create a captivating brand or sell to a client. There are things that you do have to do, but the way in which you do them, the strategies that you put in place, there's a million different ones. And so the one thing that I find with my clients and with my audience that they struggle with from a strategy perspective is they've either tried all of their strategies and none of them have worked, or they haven't really landed, or they maybe haven't let them settle for long enough. Or two, they don't know the right strategy for themselves right this is what ha- when what happens then is people end up doing things that somebody else has done thinking that they're going to get the same result then they're disappointed you are not alone i can i can tell you right now probably every single person has been like yeah but this person launched it this way and it worked for them and then you do the same thing and it doesn't work for you it's because it's not your path to success so the astrology piece says let's figure out your unique winning strategies, your unique path to success. Let's unlock that. And that's where the astrology comes in. Now that's all well and good. I can tell you okay, your mercury is in Virgo, which means in the 6th house, so you creating content and communicating like this this and this is going to be great. For example, with that like Really, if you had that placement, having really simple, direct um, communication with your audience would be incredibly important. Uh, No fluff, a lot of simplicity, and also a lot of automations and a lot of processes would probably be really great. So, actually, sitting down and batching all of your content or planning out all of your content would be really good. Versus if that placement was in Pisces, literally the opposite of Virgo. That's going to look completely different. I'm going to tell you to meditate and allow and and find space to let your creativity come through you, to prioritize getting inspired because it's a much more spiritual and quantum and subconscious archetype. As I said, all that's well and good. You have had experiences in your life, just like you mentioned. I'm from a small town people don't travel, people don't do this, people don't launch podcasts, people don't have big dreams, people don't do whatever. We all have stories through our experiences and with my knowledge as like a mystic from past lives as well that make this shit hard quite simply. And what I like to call that is your bullshit that you need to heal and figure out. Because I can sit here and tell you to do all those strategies all day long and you're not going to fucking do it unless you heal your shit around it. And this is where and why I became a hypnotherapist. Because even from a coaching perspective, coaching is great. Conscious coaching is great. There's a place for it. Therapy, there's a place for it. But I truly feel because this stuff is so deep and our business is such a trigger, What our soul came here to be. It is it, it reflects back all of our bullshit all the time. That's totally normal to be triggered by your business. Looking at the subconscious stuff is the only way that you can actually fully commit and devote yourself to what your soul came here to be and how and why, right? So subconscious mindset work is also what I do because the mindset piece is, is a massive piece. And the way I facilitate my mindset work is what I like to call full spectrum mindset work. So there's still that conscious coaching element, but you get the subconscious reprogramming to actually help you put in the new belief. And then there's the coaching and the support to help you starve the old one and pump up the new one. That's basically what you do with subconscious work. So there's that. And then you know, the strategies that I'm also helping people put in place is to help them achieve their version of success that makes them say like, holy fuck, stuff that they never even thought was possible for them. Because what happens is when you do those two things, you end up like me, you end up in a place that you could have never conceived. And what I realized is that that's a battle in its own. So having that full spectrum support is so, so important. And I don't know, I've been told to niche down plenty of times, but for me, it just doesn't make sense. There's no way I can offer this astrology stuff without this other stuff connected to without the mindset stuff connected to it too. And then also the leadership piece, because once you get there, how you lead and how you uh treat yourself and your team and you sustain that success sustainably because that's the other thing I've grown quick and I've had mental breakdowns because of it because you know the sustainable piece is also a big thing so that's why everything I do is so full spectrum that's the only way I can I can think about it because at the end of the day it's like it didn't it always felt like I was leaving my clients high and dry when I would just talk about strategy just talk about mindset. It's not to say that we can't focus on those things or you come to me just for one of those things. I have plenty of clients who just see me for mindset or just see me for strategy or just see me for astrology or just see me for leadership. But there is an option if you want all of it and you can commit to that or you can meet me. We can meet you where you're at. So I guess what I'm trying to say here is it's just so important really to understand that success which is really what I'm in the business of making people successful that they have all the tools and the landing pads (laughs) for that journey because it is a big journey and that's what I'm fucking here for I don't even know if that answered your question
0: (laughs) oh no I love it I feel like you hit so many points and one of them I feel like that a lot of people listening can probably relate to because I feel like my audience is either new business owners or people that are like a few years in and they've hit this ceiling or they're stuck. And I feel like this could be an opportunity for maybe me to even open up and share with you like something I've been going through and maybe we could pull up my chart to, to like rectify maybe what I'm feeling. But I've also been sitting on an idea for actually at this point, it's like over two years now, which is this travel focused podcast where it's much more behind the scenes. It's not just about like Best flights to get and this and that. It's more of like dating Mm. South Americans versus Europeans and like hostile sex and like just fun things that like I have not talked about before. And I think that comes from being a good girl when I was younger, right? Getting straight A's. I never got in trouble in school. I have a squeaky, clean record. You will not find a mugshot of me. Like I have a very like clean past and it almost feels like there's these skeletons in my closet that I haven't shared yet with people because I don't want to be perceived differently than what I've been just so used to for so long. So it's like, I have the name of the podcast. I've interviewed people. I have, I'm like sitting on 10 episodes ready to go. I know exactly what I want to talk about, but I think the block for me is like, you're going to be looked at as like, A slut, or like people aren't going to take you seriously. Like, your credibility as a coach or a business owner is going to drop. Like, no one's going to buy from someone who talks about how they blacked out and did this, or they hooked up with this many people, or whatever the case is. Right. And so, I think for me, there's this really dark piece of like my life that I feel like it just hasn't been brought into the light that I want to bring through the light because that's how I express this verbally. So, Mm -hmm. in sharing that, I don't know if there's anything in my chart or a placement or anything that you can speak to that might help me, like, release this fear of being perceived as, like, not a good girl.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there actually is, like, a few. I can totally see it in your chart, just, like, straight up, right? Um, One thing I do also want to say, too, is, like, what you mentioned about hitting a ceiling. That's – if you're wondering, if you're like, oh, yeah, I fuck with jazz – work with me when you feel like you've hit a ceiling. That's (laughs) when people come to me, (laughs) like when you've hit a ceiling. So whether that's like going from corporate to your own, your own thing, right? Like you've hit a ceiling and you can't get through or whether that's like you're in your business and you want to go full time or you want to scale to, you know, your first six figures or I've mostly, I, I work with clients who are, you know, scaling to that seven figures and are wanting to make multi-millions and are wanting to be, you know, known and and fully be the industry standard. You know, they don't, they're ready to be not just one of many, but the one. Um, And they're at a ceiling. And I think it comes back to that like new level, new devil. It's like, you wouldn't be having this conversation with yourself if you didn't even have a podcast in the first place and you weren't already traveling. You'd already come through that block and you would already blast through that previous ceiling. We hit ceilings all the time. So I just want to like normalize that and thank you for sharing that because it's through these moments of vulnerability with self and therefore with others that you get to receive the help that you truly desire and need and require and deserve. So with that, I want to validate how you how you're feeling first, and it's all in in your chart. You're a Virgo rising. You have a Virgo moon, and that moon is in the first house. Virgo in shadow. So what I mean by that is there's you know uh, toxic masculinity and divine masculinity, right? And same thing with, with these signs, you know, there's toxic versions of them though. I don't really like to call it that. So I call it like the shadow version and then the illuminated version. The thing about Virgo is it can be a perfectionist. It can be incredibly hard on itself. And you just said like this idea of being squeaky clean, your rising sign is how you're perceived really at the end of the day. And if because you have your moon as well which is your relationship with yourself how you view yourself how you think other people perceive you is how is it informs how you perceive yourself literally that's what your chart is saying so if you think that other people think that you are squeaky clean i'm this like you know perfect girl who doesn't put a foot wrong and isn't a slut, quote unquote, then of course it's going to be hard to, like you're motivated by the perception of others. Like literally that's where it is. And it becomes a part of your identity. The first house, which is where your moon is, is it's a part of, it's a part of your identity. So what I'm hearing here is just that that placement has just gone into shadow a little bit. What we want to do is switch that into illumination. So Virgo is also incredibly forthright. It knows what it wants, what it thinks, what needs to happen. It is incredibly calculated, but not in a um, in a manipulative way. In a very um, actually purpose driven, and it's driven by help like service and helping others truly. So. When we think about Virgo energy, it's about dropping the perfectionism so that you can actually serve. Because that is the true purpose of Virgo energy. And that, because your moon is there, is how is what actually motivates you and gets you up in the morning. And it's what you're actually here to be perceived as. Somebody who is in service to others, who shares. I mean, Virgo is also ruled by Mercury. Mercury is the planet of communication. So, someone who shares their systems, their processes, their thoughts, um, what's you know going on for them—that they're, they're a sharer, they're not a gatekeeper whatsoever. And so that perfectionism can come in and be like, "Well, let me just, let me just wait," right? Whereas Virgo actually wants to experiment and find the best way forward. But you can never do that with perfectionism in the room. And at the end of the day, perfectionism is just a, uh, mask for shame. Truly like that's Brene Brown t- teaches us that that is not my quote. That is just what it is from a emotional scientific perspective. So with that said, I'm also going, okay, well, shame, wounds, trauma, all those sorts of things. Where else can I look in your chart? I'm going to go look at your Chiron. Your Chiron's in Cancer in the 11th house, um, and Chiron is literally the wound that our soul has brought into this lifetime. So if this is something you mentioned that you felt like, this is something that you've always felt, like it's something that you've always sort of dealt with, and that would make a lot of sense for this Chiron placement because it's in Cancer, and what does Cancer represent? Femininity, literally, you know, this ability to follow your intuition and, um, It's in the 11th house, which is the house of impact and mission and society. So that perception of how will society deem me if I'm fully in this like wild feminine expression of myself, because at the end of the day, you're fucking Aquarius. Like you're, you're here to just like literally throw your middle fingers up and be like, well, this is what I want to do. Like that's Aquarius energy. So there's just a little bit of dissonance and uh like it's not even like they're fighting, but they're kind of like, let me, let me do what I want to do, let me heal, let me step into my feminine, let me follow my intuition, let me be open about what it is that I'm going through, let me yeah, follow what it is that I truly need, right? And that perfectionism, that rising, that moon is just coming in and leaning too far into that perfectionism right now. So what do you want to do to release it? Is look at the perfectionism, right? And this is where like, I'm like, okay, let's look at, because you've told me like, this is something I've always felt. I'm a girl from this place. You're, you're relating back to your childhood right now. So I'm going to say like, let's go in, let's have a look at, let's tactic, a, a tangible thing for you to do is do your subconscious work. So that could look a million different ways, but it could look like doing ayahuasca. It could look like dropping, uh, doing um, like microdosing. It could look like hypnotherapy. It could look like past life regression therapy. It could look like art. It could look like a million different things. Um, But at the end of the day, it's about having a moment or allowing yourself to release that perfectionism because that that... Uh, Virgo is just going, no, I need to be perfect. I need to be perfect. I need to be perfect. And that, you know, you don't need to be perfect, right? Like, I know that that's not new information to you. You wouldn't be where you are right now if you were stuck on that. So to me, it's like, how do we lean into your Aquarius? Because that's kind of more of that zero fucks energy. And how do we address the fact that this is something that you felt like for a really long time. And also I would, because it's your moon there too, I would say like, where did this come from? Has this got anything to do with your matriarchal line? Because the moon's really connected to that. Like there is like a feminine and we had that cancer, cancer's ruled by the moon. So there's some dots here that we would connect. But at the end of the day. It's like, it's childhood shit anyway. So we've got to go back. We've got to go subconscious. And then also how could we amplify that Aquarius energy? Because that's just going to innately help. And it's your sun sign. So I'd be looking at practices to get you into thinking outside the box. You know, I'd be talking to you about what that would look like.
0: Oh my gosh. How's that land? (laughs) It lands. I was like, mic drop moment. I mean- it was funny because I was thinking about it the other day and I'm like, why hasn't this just happened? Because like you said, I wasn't a perfectionist when I launched this podcast. I wasn't a perfectionist when I launched my business. I've always been in the camp of like launch and adjust and tweak and figure it out later. Like you just need to get a product out there to tweak. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, this thing is like, I feel like a a dog on a leash that's like ready to get off and then just keeps getting yanked back and yanked back. And I'm like, what is the yank back from when I'm like ready to share? And it's the perfectionism.
1: It's the perfectionism that is fueled by that Chiron. It's actually, Chiron is not like a, it's not a functional placement. It's literally like a soul placement. It is the soul wound that you're here to heal in this lifetime, this time round, because your soul is traveling through many lifetimes to do what it needs to do to become, I don't know, an angel or some shit, who knows. But it's like, It allows us to sort of zoom out with the things that constantly come back to us or the things that we're struggling with. It's just literally like hitting up against that chiron right now. The fact that you said, I feel like I'm being drawn back, it comes from past lives. Like it's, John, I mean, you literally said it's pulling you backwards. And so, I mean, after you've said that, I'm like, okay, well, let's look at your connection to like expressing your sensuality, your sexuality your you're your feminine, right? Because there's probably something connected in there um, around doing that because that's probably the only difference is you're not sitting in you have a Capricorn stellium. So you're not sitting in your Capricorn boom 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 moment. you're actually talking about how you feel and that there is literally wounds around that. Cancer is our feelings, our emotions, um, self nurturance our relationship to our emotional body is what cancer asks us to step into as a full archetype. So it's worth teasing that stuff out because even though it looks like it's seemingly unrelated, like you, you're a successful person who has done so many incredible things. Like anybody that I speak to, anybody who's listening to this podcast, you wouldn't be here if you weren't successful on some level or ambitious. And it's like, there's nothing wrong with you, but let's look at let's look at it. Let's, I mean this is my Scorpio rising. Like let's fucking look at it. Let's go there and let's figure it out and let's heal it and get rid of it so that you can move forward in a way that actually works for you. Let's truly heal. So if it pops itself up again, you know exactly what it is and you know how to deal with it and you have support for the next thing that pops up too.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. I'm like, this is making so much sense of like my anxious attachment style and like what, like certain things, like you just said, expressing emotions and like people say like I'm not a flirt and I'm like yeah I have a block around like being flirty like I don't know why I want to be flirty but like expressing my sensuality and sexuality just feels like I don't know for some reason shameful and I think that's what like the podcast is trying to help me do being like you need to get this out there and like I've been writing and writing and I want a book to come out about it too but I'm like it is so funny how everything you said is just spot on nail on the head like landed 100 percent I mean, everyone right now listening, if we just covered that in barely like 15 minutes, imagine what it's like to work with Jazz one on one or get an intensive with her. I'm like, what the actual fuck?
1: (laughs) Yeah. And this is what I'm saying. This is now you guys understand why I'm like not out here being like three tips to overcome your Chiron. Like, it's just, it's just not what I do. I couldn't do that if I tried. I'm here to get deep. I'm here to do full spectrum work. And I guess, as I said, I've just realized and I've known this and I've always really lent on this in my business, but it's like something I've always been so sure of is that I'm here to facilitate like a full transformation. Um, I help people do the breakthrough moment as well. Um, And that's a big part of the work that I do. But working with me isn't just about getting that breakthrough and then off you go. I think a lot of, especially Scorpio energy, they like to just do the breakthrough piece and then it can kind of feel very taxing for them to kind of go in and really hold the space with a lot of different people. Um, Because if they're going to go deep, they're going to go really deep. Whereas my Gemini, (laughs) my Gemini comes in, my double Gemini is like, I've got all the space for it. I have the capacity to be able to have lots of different conversations and be the chameleon and be what you need. A lot of people, and especially a lot of coaches and practitioners, and rightfully so, don't have that capacity, whereas I do um, because I can throw on a lot of different hats. I have a very mixed bag of things and there were times in my life where I felt like that was a bad thing. What I'm realizing now is that it's actually the most powerful thing And yeah, I'm not for the faint of hearted. I'm not, this is why I don't, if the like shortest amount of time you can work with me one-on-one is 30 days (laughs) because we need time. We need time, right? So, and we need space because I will not let you escape. I will be able to see your blind spots and I'll be able to point them out point blank. I don't let people dance around their shit for four weeks. No, no, no. Let me just tell you. Cause I know like it's Scorpio, it's intuition, it's instinct. I know I can say it straight out. And so I'm just going to tell you and let's just go, let's just go, you know? And it makes sense that you said it's your strongest
0: superpower. And now instead of someone having to hire five separate people, like, oh, just someone to read my chart, but now I have to go hire a hypnotherapist. And at the same time, I need to do this, that, and the other thing when you're like, I got it all like it's it reminds me of like a detective like not a detective like someone just whipping out their coat being like what do you need it's all here like I have the toolbox we just need to figure out which tool to use and then we're going to change it because now we have to like equalize and do this and that it's like actually being multifaceted has become your biggest superpower and truly like natural god-given gift
1: Mm, yeah and I think that's why as well like the retention rate with my clients has always been quite high because I can meet them in every At every point, I think this comes back to like my 15 years in entrepreneurship, like that's like a whole other piece of like (laughs) the strategies that I'm giving you are all strategies that I've helped brands and people and businesses generate millions of dollars with, you know, I know how to match strategy with a brand on more than just like a technical, like yes, on a technical level, but also like now on a soul level So it's like, it's just, it's so beautiful and soul-fulfilling for me to be able to go fully there with someone. I want partnership vibes. If we're going to work one-on-one, I want to go and make you feel like we're doing this together. Let's like, it's very much like a collaborative experience as consulting that's with it. It's not just mentorship and it's everything. So if you are looking for someone who, can point out your blind spots, help you fill those gaps who has so I just have so much knowledge and expertise and wisdom when it comes to doing what you love, turning it into a paycheck and scaling it sustainably. And if that's what you want to do then then I'm your girl. And if you don't have the capacity to go all the way in, we have other options for you to do that too. But if you are ready to go there and you want that deep, honest, but empowering approach, that's, and that's like usually what you actually need to move forward. You know, that's, that's fine. If you're not ready for that, come like, come hang out when you are like, it'll be, it'll be a blast.
0: (laughs) Well, it sounds to me like you're describing what your new era is, which is the esoteric entrepreneur. Like it literally is that, can you explain the concept and like the philosophy, the ethos behind this, and what are some of your biggest like reasons for pivoting into this era?
1: It's not something that you like innately are. Like, you know, some people are esoteric entrepreneurs and some people aren't. That's not that's not the case. It is something that you choose. It is something that you decide, it is an ethos, it's a method, it's a way of doing business, and therefore it's a lifestyle. And what that actually means is moving through business and life with incredible intention, really. So the three pillars of esoteric entrepreneurship are sustainable success, dharmic devotion, and conscious curiosity. What that essentially means is success is inevitable and it's about how do we create longevity with our dreams, right? Knowing that you are going to evolve and change, but at the end of the day, your soul came here for a reason that is looking at how do we disseminate your values, where you're at in your life, what's on your heart, what you're excited about in a way that actually makes sense for the industry that you're in. So, so strategically makes sense, but also in a way that uh, ensures that you don't burn out or at work, or worst case scenario, you get bored. But those are the two extremes, right? So making sure that You are growing and scaling your business, but you're not doing it unsustainably and therefore at a cost where you are depressed or anxious or off your path, because when those things happen, that's when you make decisions that are not aligned. When you're not full and complete and actively engaging in that, that is when you make decisions, you invest in coaches that aren't actually integrous, you know, this is where we start to get burned. And that's not to say that it's your fault because it's not really at the end of the day, these people shouldn't exist in the first place, but they do. So sustainable success is a massive part of that, of going, how do I grow without uh, without being in spite of myself, right? Right. Then we have dharmic devotion, which is kind of what leads into the next thing is like, okay, well, how do we do that? We devote ourselves to what our soul came here to be. So constantly looking at um, your purpose and looking at it from different angles because it can change. Like the way that you disseminate your purpose is going to be different for every different person, but also for different times in your life. Um, It's really just the exploration of self And what your soul came here to be and why, which leads me to the last one, conscious curiosity, constantly finding ways to stimulate your mind so that you are on the edge, the cutting edge of whatever you're doing. This is how you become a true leader. And this is really what we talk about in the podcast. This is what we talk about when I say like starting a deeper conversation with yourself, I truly believe that none of those things can happen without curiosity in the first place. And that's why these sort of like work in a cycle. They also lead into each other and they bleed into each other. And, you know, the conscious curiosity piece is really just about going, okay, I know I'm a coach, but what a prime example is when I was coming up with language around this ethos. It's something I've been living and, I, and is, I believe the reason I'm not just successful because that's inevitable, but why I feel fulfilled and I feel like I still have steam and why I feel like um, I'm still excited by my own life, right? And I'm constantly growing and all those things. I was coming up with this whole thing and I talked to my partner, Dan, he's a scientist. And he's an environmental scientist. So he literally works in sustainability. And this idea of sustainable success, I've been talking about it a lot. And I did a class called Vortex of Success, which kind of talks about this. And it's just something I'd been stewing on and working through. And I talked to him, I said, can you explain to me what the actual definition of sustainable, like sustainability is? And it was through that conversation that I came up. I came up with sustainable success and I actually have like a whole graph and he like showed me these like sustainability economics and like all these things. And it was through this conversation with a fucking scientist that I'm having, I'm able to bring forth my knowledge and my wisdom about spirituality and business and all these things to come up with a unique perspective, something that's mine. That's what we need to truly win. The more you can do that, the better. And that's what esoteric entrepreneurship is about at the end of the day. It's about destigmatizing the use of this woo woo esoteric. Like I said, esoteric entrepreneur for a reason. I'm making a statement. Yeah. It's the destigmatization of actually giving a fuck and being conscious when it comes to entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship for too long has been a male game, firstly. And then secondly, also this place where it's like cutthroat. I dated an entrepreneur when I was 18. It scarred me because he was, it was just so toxic. Couldn't think of anything worse than being in a fucking startup, like a tech startup. Now, I mean, it was like a $25 million business, but it's like at that time it was, it was so hustle culture and all that sort of thing. So esoteric entrepreneurship is a full departure from that, that still prioritizes your win because you're not an an entrepreneur to lose you're here to play a game take some risks have some fun but you're here to win at the end of the day and that doesn't change but it gets to be enlightened and conscious and positive and inclusive you know so that we can like everybody can be successful in whatever they want to do and also understanding that it's like actually essential for you to be this way. And even when I look at that ex-boyfriend of mine, his business struggled for seven or eight years when he was in that hustle, sleeping at the fucking co-working space and all that shit. And it was the time, but it wasn't until he got himself into therapy and he started and he went and lived in Thailand for a year and fucking, you know, whatever the fuck. Conscious curiosity, got to know himself. All of these things that his business took off, and he's not part of his business at all. He's it's he's just a CEO. He doesn't even have a social media presence. Do you understand what I'm saying? It trickles on because his shit is energetic. So it's important, and it's a movement in the capitalist world that we live in, patriarchal world that we live in. This is the departure and the answer, and the it's giving Aquarius like it's it's the the freedom fight for something di- for something different that is so fucking overdue. And honestly, I feel like if we don't <clears throat> make make this departure, if we don't really step into our individuality, if we keep trying to replicate everybody else's success, we're also going to replicate the bad the the shit, which is you know, like, honestly, like people killing themselves because they're not making money. Um, You know, people leaving their families or not having families and not pursuing what they want to do. And that is no, that makes me emotional. That is wrong. Absolutely not. We need people happy so that we treat each other better and everybody feels good when they feel successful.
0: Okay. Can we just have like a moment of silence for what you just said? Because I have goosebumps. Like I need to take a moment to digest everything. Like truly that was so powerful. I hope everyone goes back and rewinds that and plays it 10 more times and like lets it sink in. And it really reminds me of this quote that I read from a book and it said, when you build a business, like you get to create the utopia of the world you want to live in. So if you want to live in a world where, yeah, you're not like seeing your kids, you're not, you're giving up the opportunity to have a family because you want to make a million dollars. You're not seeing, you're neglecting your partner because you have a program to launch. Like if that's not the world you want to live in, then stop creating your business that way. Like you get to create mm-hmm. your utopia. And I feel like your framework and like movement of the esoteric entrepreneur is going to help people create their utopia as a business, which is just incredible.
1: Yeah. And serve their clients it's the balance of both because that's real that's totally real you can't just run your business I've done this where I just run my business my way and I only want to be in Voxer two days a week but I still want to charge you this much it's like well like that that didn't work right like I was getting unhappy customers or not unhappy customers but I had people being like oh that doesn't really feel super great I'm like okay Where's the balance? And that's what esoteric entrepreneurship is about, is letting you know that, the, that you can and that you must find and strike the balance between what works for you, your unique path of success, serving, truly, truly serving the world with what your soul came here to be and doing so in alignment with what I like to call the laws of success, which very simply, this is not a long drawn out thing. Action. So what are you actually doing? Do shit that you need to actually do something. Attraction, which is who are you being? So who are you being outside of those actions? Uh, Consistency, often and consistently. And proximity, who are you surrounded by? What are you surrounded by? What's your environment? All those things. Those things matter. You need to look at those things. And esoteric entrepreneurship says, let's honor that and figure out your way so that you can fill the gaps. The the main thing is actually doing it your own way. Whereas a lot of business coaches or just like mentors, entrepreneurs are kind of spruiking more of like, no, no, this is the way and this is the law and it's just not the case. And it perpetuates unrealistic expectations. It perpetuates comparison. It perpetuates burnout, boredom, depression, anxiety, being unfulfilled, pressure like these things lead to real truly real consequences in our lives I'm someone who has chronic pain because of the amount of stress and anxiety that my body I put my body through like I've gone through periods of my life where I can't walk I'm cr- I've crawled up my own flight of stairs you know it's not worth it I think it's because I've seen truly what it can do it's kept me in relationships that were abusive for too long and it seemingly looks unrelated and what I'm here to say with esoteric entrepreneurship is it fucking isn't it's all related so moving this way and this way I say it's a lifestyle it's more than just conscious business spiritual business coaching it's so much more than that it's Like I said, it's a departure. It's a departure from linear way of looking when it comes to entrepreneurship, because if you're an entrepreneur, the shit's in your blood. I know right now you could probably sit here and tell me if you could choose to not be an entrepreneur, if that fulfilled you, (laughs) I wish, I wish I could just work for someone else and do admin and go home. (laughs) Like, you know, I wish I didn't want any more than that, but I do. It's in your blood. It's, it's, it's a, it's a spiritual experience. Inherently entrepreneurship is.
0: Oh, I a hundred percent agree. I just feel like you are about to set the coaching industry, the spiritual industry, so many things ablaze, (laughs) like with this whole movement that I'm, I feel like honored to be on this journey with you, with the podcast, with just like watching (sighs) it unfold. I'm like, fuck yeah, jazz, let's go. Like I am so, I'm just so excited for you. Of
1: what you're doing. Oh, I honestly couldn't, like, really could not be doing this without you, like, com- like, completely. Like, I knew there was a reason why I brought you in to our team. And I don't see you as somebody that I'm like coaching with. I really see you as a part of like this movement and facilitating this. And I know that you only work with people that you believe in and that you fuck with. And that's why i work with you as well so it's like it's very special and i don't take it it's not lost on me um because yeah the podcast is the way that i really stand on this mission um and movement that i'm leading and it's um yeah without your help it it, it doesn't get distributed you know what I mean it doesn't it doesn't land as as um as strongly
0: oh well thank you for saying that I know people are (laughs) going to be like dying to work with you after they hear this so can you tell us what's going on in the world of JB what's coming out how can people work with you and especially all your podcast plans how can we get involved
1: Mm, yeah so best place to connect with me is Instagram that's where you're going to get like the real real of me um, and it's a great place to just come and hang out. We have just, I have just like the best community. I was actually saying that this morning on stories, but definitely come hang out there so that we can connect and let me know that you came here, came through here. Um, and then go listen to the podcast, go follow the podcast. Um, the esoteric entrepreneur podcast is what it is called. We are launching a private, exclusive, esoteric entrepreneur club on Patreon, which is where I'm going to be having off the record conversations about the coaching industry, about entrepreneurship, about the digital space. Um, But there's also going to be so much more than just, you know, extra entertainment. There's like value-based content in there. We've got horoscopes every single month coming from me and my apprentice. We've got audio workshops for each full and new moon. Um, There's everything there to really help you again, have this deeper conversation with yourself so that you can come up with original thought and therefore do business your own way. But that club is going to be a place where it's almost like parasocial mentorship. It's kind of like you're getting mentorship from me and all my wisdom that I've gathered over the last 15 years across so many industries. So If that's something that you're interested in, definitely go jump on the wait list for that because we'll be launching that really soon. Um, And then if you want to coach with me privately, I want to invite you into having that conversation with me. I'll send um, you the link. All you have to do is apply. Um, And once you do that application, we actually curate each of the premium private coaching business containers for each person. So I can't sit here and tell you to do business your own way and then tell you, well, this is how we're going to coach you um, we have packages, we have programs that are not programs, but packages to help with just mindset or just business or everything, just astrology. Um, but at the end of the day, it's always curated. So if you fill that out, I do an in-depth analysis, um, and we get back to you within 48 hours of what package is going to work best for you, your energy and the goals that you want to achieve. So again, it's a little different than what most coaches do, but it's, it's, um, it would be inintegrous to do it or disingenuous to do it any other way. So DM me, fill out, follow me, come listen, come hang out. That's it. Love
0: it. I think everyone can tell, Jazz, you walk the walk, you talk the talk, you're in alignment. <laughs> like you are not here for the fluff. And I think even like you just said, no. the way that you're running, you're one-on-one and people are going to get deep, deep, deep with you. And I know that you're, you're just going to attract the most incredible people and- I hope this is landing with everyone because I'm like, I'm ready to like apply. I'm like, where do I apply? We need to do <laughs> through this like travel podcast shit. I'm ready to go. Um, but thank you so much for coming on the show. This was such an expansive conversation.
1: Oh, my absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Well, 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 <laughs> if that episode didn't make you completely rethink entrepreneurship and business and the coaching industry, I don't know what will. Like I said earlier in the episode, Jazz is such a trailblazer and visionary. I love being in the room with people like her because it just expands your energy and your mind into what's possible, right? It's like that quote I said towards the end of the episode, like your business gets to be a utopia of what you want to see in the world. So for me, whenever I thought of that quote, it's like, well, if I'm over the nine to five grind and not taking lunch breaks and rewarding people for working past hours on on weekends, it's like, I need to restructure that with my own business. So for example, something that's really important to me is making sure that as women, if you menstruate, that we're bringing your cycle into account. Or if you have times of month where you just know you're busier or more stressed out, or there's a season of life where you're like, hey, I'm going through something that we take that into account when we're building your podcast. That concept of building the utopia you want to live in is something that really drives my work. And I think you could hear it with jazz too, is like, we need to all start building our utopias to create a world where we show people that it's okay to do that. We don't have to follow the patriarchy. We don't have to build hyper-capitalistic businesses. We don't have to step on people and fight and claw our way, quote unquote, to the top just to say we've made it right? This is a message I've been sharing as well Is like, it truly doesn't matter if you're a millionaire, if you are anxious, you have no relationships with your friends or family. What's the point of fighting your way to the top of the mountain to just get there and be alone and hate it and be like, what did I even do this for? So I really hope the message of esoteric entrepreneurship landed with you all. I love Jazz's message. If you love what we talked about on the podcast, then you need to run and go listen to her podcast. It's called The Esoteric Entrepreneur. She's launching an incredible Patreon, which is going to be so next level. She's going to have bonus episodes, transit talks. She's going to do a lot of education, but also a lot of entertainment. She has really spicy, fun, cheeky opinions. So if you're like, uh, yeah, I love her energy. I need more. You need to go ahead to her page and go sign up to be on her Patreon waitlist. And if you listen to this and you're like, wow, I want help one-on-one, like I'm ready to go to that next level, let's chat. That's something that I am here to help you do. I am obsessed with helping people and especially women amplify their voices in a world where traditionally we're told to keep quiet, not be too loud, not rock the boat, stay neutral. I'm like, no fuck that. We need to be using our voices. We live in a time and an era where we actually can talk about whatever we want, whenever we want, for however long we want. If anything, do it for your ancestors. Do it for any tiny sliver of liberation. Do it for self-expression. Do it to bring more of a voice to your business. There's so many reasons to start a podcast. So if you're like, yes, I want to start one or I need help growing and scaling the one I have now, let's chat. You can head to the link in my show notes, which has my one-on-one sales page. And from there, you can either book a discovery call with me or fill out an application. And if you're like, I want to just chat with you directly, just shoot me a note on Instagram at Chelsea or head to my email info at ChelseaRife.com. All right. Well, this is definitely an episode I'm listening to again. I am 100% going to be booking an astrology intensive with jazz. I mean, you heard us talk for barely 10 minutes about some of the cracks that I'm having internally. I truly cannot imagine what it would be like to get a full in-depth report from her. So be sure to check that out in the show notes as well if you want to book your own. And be sure to follow me at Chelsea Rife on Instagram at ChelseaRife.com. And keep tuning into the podcast. Keep leaving ratings and reviews. And just a friendly reminder that anyone that leaves a review during the month of May, you will win the How to Monetize Your Creations Masterclass. So if you've been creating content and you're like, I truly just don't know how to monetize, there are multiple different ways to do so. And that's what this masterclass breaks down. So we talk about things like partnerships, affiliates, referrals, paywalls. There are a million ways to make money off your content. And I want to make sure that you're not just constantly throwing things into the void and hoping that someone sees it and it somehow sticks and you somehow make it work. I want you to start actually feeling nourished And that the energy you're putting into your content is getting reciprocated. So again, to win this masterclass, all you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts, write a review, screenshot, and then send it to info at ChelseaRife.com or at ChelseaRife on Instagram. And I will send you that masterclass. Just a reminder, that's only happening till the end of May. So be sure to get that in soon. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you next episode.